Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chose to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet this is your family man welcome home no judgment zone this week's episode episode 522 lift yourself let's go Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast, man. Uh, Like, subscribe, share this podcast. If you're following me on my social media platforms at Medicine Ball LS3, I am doing a Nike Dunk, Panda Dunk, to be exact, giveaway. That's going to be on the final episode, which I'm leaning towards being uh, episode 24. That's going to be the final episode of this season. Giveaway I'm doing with my brother. Make sure that you're... uh, Checking Facebook, the TikToks, the Instagrams, and following the directions that are provided in order to be given uh, uh, or entered in for a chance for this giveaway. So it's going to be a pair of Nike Panda Dunks or equivalent store value at Soul World Atlanta. You can follow that on IG. That's my brother's store. Exotic Kicks, all that good stuff, man. Let's get right into this week's episode, man. Episode 522, Lift Yourself. So um, my theme for the last few shows has been me kind of diving into uh, my diagnosis, what it's like on a day-to-day basis to be diagnosed with bipolar disorder along with the anxiety and uh, the ways that I use real-life situations and adversities and obstacles that I personally run into to try to um, get over with the things that I share here on the podcast. And one thing that I run into quite often Uh, When speaking with people, whether it be family, loved ones, uh, people I'm mentoring or coaching or things of that nature, one thing I run into often is people getting into these. And let me back up a little bit (laughs) and speak on my diagnosis. So 
oftentimes, I just had this conversation with my sister speaking uh, about, to one of my sisters about one of my nephews. And a lot of times uh, when we're younger, and that's when a lot of these diagnoses start, whether it be ADD or ADHD or, you know, something to that necessary when you're younger, me in retrospect, being somebody who's diagnosed and went through a lot of this stuff, um, <laughs> it's a thin line when you get older because when you're younger you're going through things your brain's not fully developed you don't really even understand and I know it sounds so cliche and I feel old saying this but you don't even know who you are you don't know who you want to be you may not know your strengths and your weaknesses you may not know how to combat some of the things that are adverse to you such as depression or being sad and things of that nature so uh and furthermore and I don't mean this in a racial way well I do mean it in a racial way but not to stir up anything on the African-American side, like, let's just be real. Um, the medications and the diagnosis that these, you know, medical, whoever lays out the format for this, the diagnosis and the things that they have for people who are suffering from some of these mental uh, illnesses or ailments, I can't say with confidence that they were geared towards African-American people or that African-American people were like a forefront of the thoughts when it come to, came to body chemistry and how people would react to some of these medications, some of these diagnoses, so forth and so on, right? So all of that to say, I was talking to my sister about one of my nephews and he's going through some things, you know, and she just mentioned his time management and his uh, decision-making skills. And I feel what she says, but I'm able to play advocate because I was in that situation and I was like, well, you know, especially with him being a male, it's going to take some time for him to get to a place to where he's going to start without the proper push. And when I say the proper push, somebody who can relate to get him to start thinking about this stuff now, it's going to take a longer time just for males in general to get to a place where they can start like looking at themselves and focusing on self-development, looking at things that they aren't good at and how they can combat them, fighting things they aren't good at. Like, for instance, she says something about decision making. You can get to a place to your like to where you're eventually like, hey, I'm not the best at decision making. Let me go look up some ways where I can make myself better at it or what causes that or what have I gone through? So you can kind of address some of those things. Right. So all of that to say, I often to this day struggle, especially as I continue to self-develop and grow spiritually with this whole mental illness thing. And at times, and I think the reason I carry it the way I carry it is at times I feel like and this is a humble way to think, but like, bro, it's just an adult. It's just life. Some of these things that you feel when you feel depressed because I don't know, you get laid off or you're juggling some finances. Is that really a depression or anxiety or is that really, you know what I mean? I'm speaking for myself and an inability for you to deal with adulthood in adverse situations. Now that's in some of my, you know, lower moments when I feel like that. But realistically, there are things that I, um, and this actually goes into the lift the self and uh, some things that I'm going to talk about when it comes to motivating yourself and looking at, you know, adverse situations. There's times where I realize like, yo, your body chemistry is this. I have to look at my um, 
family, right? My genes and things that have happened that are hereditary and what their ailments are. And I look at my family, you know, I have quite a few people on um, my mother's side who are diagnosed and, you know, take certain medications for some mental illnesses. Now, they're not, they're not all weighted the same, but I feel like depression is something that's like really broad and there's varying degrees of depression or anxiety, if that makes sense. So, Sometimes I feel like, yo, bro, it's just you going through the same thing that a normal adult goes through. And other times I have to look at it logically and be like, well, it is hereditary. It is a chance that, you know, this is something that has to do with your body chemistry and this is how you have to go about it. Right. So with that being said, one of the things that I run into often when I'm speaking with people, um, especially when it comes to my diagnosis, is the ability to get ish done (laughs) when you don't feel like it. When you're depressed, when you have everything hitting you uh, at the same time, when you um, feel like breaking down, when you feel like crying, you know, my frat brother, you know, uh, always said uh, when it rains, it pours, but we've been wet before. So people are often asking me about that. And what I end up telling them in so many words or an explanation is you have to dig deep and you have to lift yourself. So let's talk about this because this is about self-motivation. So. I um, often see, well, let me say this, when you're in a situation where you start living righteously, and I'm not talking about faking it, right? Because I know I, I, I make decisions daily based on what I speak to people about, who I portray myself to be, and I carry myself like, bro, you don't want to get caught up in no dirt. People will look for dirt. You don't want to be a hypocrite. You don't want to be somebody telling people one thing and you doing another, right? So I always keep that in mind. And pause. If you go back and listen to this episode, a lot of the things that I'm speaking to that I do are keys are going to be tied into some of the keys of the things that I'm going to talk about that have to do with, you know, the ability to motivate yourself. Right. But since I have people looking at me, I have to carry myself a certain way. And um, what I have realized as well is, especially in my family, I'm kind of the rock. So what that means is when stuff falls apart or there's a disconnect in the family or maybe certain family members aren't communicating with each other, I'm the person who I always know what's going on on both sides of the story, right? I keep in touch with everybody. As my younger cousin says, I tap in, right? And one thing that I realize is when you really get to a situation where you walking and living what you're talking when it comes to righteous, right? And you can go back and listen to previous episodes when it goes into righteous living and being um, a God-led man, really, right? Um, You have certain responsibilities that are unspoken. And one of them is the way that you carry yourself, your mood, and your energy when you're around other people who may be looking to you for support. So what that means is, yeah, you can feel bad or you can be depressed, but I have days where, man, I don't feel like doing nothing and somebody call me and they down and I'm still going to do what I need to do to try to help that person out, right? So I always point to this because um, <clears throat> I don't have any kids, but I seen a, a post that was talking about you know, being an adult and having kids and like they be trying to cry in the shower and the kid be coming in the bathroom. And, and, and I can and I can feel that because uh, one thing about my dog Mamba and I thank God for is he's a constant attitude checker. Right. So I feel like when you have a kid, depending on their age, you could tell them like, yo, leave me alone or yo, give me a time out. Give me some time to myself. Go in there, sit down, go. Here's the iPad or something. Right. 
when you have a dog or, or animal in general, you, you you can't do that because number one, they don't really understand all of those things. Number two, they on it. Boy, let a tear drop for me. My dog is right in my face with this paw on me, like, yo, what's up? What you what, what we sad about? You feel me? I can't really go cry and, and and when I get down or get really depressed because animals, especially a dog, they sense that. So even though I might not physically be crying or yelling or anything, if my mood or energy is off, my dog makes it clear that he knows and he be on me about it. I think that's really funny because that goes into this, you know, when you start becoming a leader or from a spiritual aspect, letting your light shine, which means you have to carry yourself a certain way. And scripture does speak to this. And I just want to kind of piggyback on that whole scripture thing, um, you know, from a spiritual uh, standpoint. One of the things that really stuck out to me as I go to Bible study, and this is why, like, going to church and being involved in community, if you just, like, read the Bible and it's like, yeah, you should be around a community of like-minded believers and worship together and, you know, iron sharp as iron and you should want to keep wise people around. If you kind of read the Bible without no passion and no willingness to understand, then it's going to sound really boring and cliche. But as you start to engross yourself in it, and these are all hints to things I'm going to talk about at the end, it starts to make sense because it's certain Bible studies and certain conversations that I have with people who are of the church and are of the spirit who have led me to a deeper understanding of particular stories and situations in the Bible to make it more relatable to my life. And I think that's the issue with a lot of people when it comes to the Bible. They don't do enough research. They don't dig deep enough. They don't go back to it enough. They're not connected enough. So it's not interesting or relatable to anybody. And nobody wants to spend time or be interested. And it's a selfish way of thinking, but it's human. You know what I mean? People not interested in things that they can't relate to or don't have to do with them for the most part. A majority of people, I would say that. Um, so anyway, back to the spiritual. David in Psalms. And I'm not going to give y'all the Psalms. I'm not going to give y'all the chapter. I'm going to tell you it's in Psalms. And if you don't know who David is, man, get, get gets to learning and hungry about the book straight up. But long story short, I was having a Bible study and they pointed out to David in Psalms when it came to like motivation and you know, how how we should go about things as believers when we're down. There's a lot of scripture within the Psalms where David is kind of like, yo, God, you left me. Where are you at? My enemies are. And, 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 and I'm translating right into something that y'all could understand for those who may not understand the scripture text. But he's like, yo, God, where you at? You know what I'm saying? I, I live my life to uplift you and you letting my enemies laugh at me and my enemies is chasing me and I call your name and you don't answer me and as this psalm goes on he gets to a point where he starts to recall upon well God I know your character you did this for me and like yo I can get up out of this I've been through this where he goes from kind of blaming God right and being like yo where you at to reaffirming that he knows God's character and what God has done for him and what God is within him to where he knows in a humble way that he can make it through the adverse situation where it was like his father was pretty much trying to kill him you feel me is he had people who were close to him who were trying to murder him and chasing him down and he had situations where he could have took them out and killed them so while this is going on he's still having to remain righteous all right. And so um, even off of that, let's build off of that. When I talk about, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, having to have a cheerful outlook and live with joy and things of that nature, 
I want to speak on that real quick because life is about balance, man. And it ain't no way around it. If you're spiritually lazy, you're going to get smoked. You're going to pay the price. Depending on how lazy you was and, 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 and what happened, that depends on the price you're going to have to pay. It could be something that's a minor inconvenience. It could be something you're going to have to deal with the rest of your life, and that's real. So you have to balance. And I think when we get into this positive outlook or having a joyful vibe or being cheerful or laughing at things like that, it's a very fine line between being delusional and faking it and this positive fake self-talk and really looking at the things that you're grateful for, which is why I really think it's very important that you have to have. And I always tell y'all, bro, a lot of my things will not apply if you don't have some kind of spiritual belief, specifically believing in God. And I don't want to put no labels on religions, but you got to believe in something and follow an outlook of something or outline of something outside of yourself. We don't know it all. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to get into three ways that you can lift yourself, because this is by far one of the biggest things that I face uh, consistently and most humans face consistently. It's not the ability to do the action once they're going or go ahead and follow through but it's that catalyst that 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 spark that initiation especially when you getting beat upon in this life that most people struggle to cultivate and build on so we're gonna give y'all three ways i'm not even gonna give you three ways just three talking points on things you need to kind of keep in mind when it comes to being in these adverse situations and being low and needed to uh, motivate yourself all right all right Number one, motivation is a momentum carry, right? Let me say it like that. Motivation is something that can be, it can be increased with momentum. So let me give you an example of what I'm saying. Most of the time, people just need the start in order to be able to keep going to follow through with something. Uh, me being a music producer, man, I know that I often use this as beats, but I just want to give y'all an example of how I could start. Man, some days I'm not even motivated to make music a lot of days, right? Um, you kind of have to be in a certain mood when it comes up to making melodies, to making chord progressions, and really get in there and start messing with the bars and the hook. You got to be in the mood. And some days I'm like, ooh, I got a little beat in my head. Let me go hit the keys. But some days I don't want to do that at all. But I also realized that doing nothing is never going to be <coughs> advantageous for you, all right? So what I will do is I'll find something else that's going to get me to open up the music making program. And I know that's going to get me going. So if I don't have a melody or I'm not inspired, bro, I might just go see something online that tells me how to chop up a sample. And I might just be like, yo, let me just go follow along with what's online and upload the program and chop this sample up and play with it. That enough will give me enough momentum and motivation to continue playing with it from there. And eventually I'll probably either go from there to create a song or just go to new. And since I'm in the vibe, start working on a loop or a pattern. We have to understand that mode. Motivation is something that you don't really need much. You just need to be able to get going. And then the momentum of the action or the event will be enough to carry. That's the first thing I want us to understand when it comes to mo uh, motivation. Motivation is momentous, right? It has momentum. It's momentum carried, all right? Second thing I want to keep in mind when it comes to getting motivated and jump-starting yourself. And I've spoken to this before. 
and I know it sounds repetitive, but it works. You have to find something that drives you with whatever you're doing that is outside of yourself. It has to be outside of yourself. Now, let's go back to the spiritual, the spiritual aspect and, and, and David, right? David used the fact of his relationship with God and God's character in previous situations to drive him to push forward. When you're a spiritual person or a believer and you're walking in the light, especially when you're around non-believers or people who may not have no hope in that, you have to be driven by wanting the best for them outside of yourself. You have to find something else because you're not going to be able to get yourself going all the time, especially when the world is on you. But as I spoke to uh, earlier, I have a passion for like helping people who seek my help. Right. If you call me up and you ask me like, yo, what do I do in this situation? Or, hey, what do you think about this? I have a passion for wanting to get that person to the best place. And I take the responsibility seriously that you ask for my advice. People who are like basketball coaches. Right. Um, You know, Tom Brady, I even look at him. He has a passion to lead men. You feel what I'm saying? Now, we're not going to get into the other things that he has going on with his because it's all about balance. Right. Because he um, is in a situation with his marital life because he couldn't retire. But. You know, sports, I I would say, is one of the. um, Sports and probably uh, the, the, the armed forces are probably two of the things that will help to um, get this motivation that's cultivated from others going or to test yours out to see where you are, especially when it comes to army. Like one thing I admire, I watch a lot of movies and my dad's a Vietnam vet is just like, and I don't mean this in a blasphemous way, but just like, that's the closest thing to like almost a, 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 a religious sacrifice, willing to die for someone other than yourself. You feel me? Whether it be your, your your friend who's next to you or the fact that you're in a war or fighting for an entire country. That's a different type of motivation and a drive within you. That's a beautiful thing and it's extremely powerful. You know, being on a team and having to sacrifice. You know, I hear all these stories about, you know, athletes taking pay cuts so that other people can get paid on the team who they think deserve it. Or I give you all a, another classic example. Man, you can't find in the NFL, the National Football League, I guarantee you it will be hard-pressed to find a situation where you go talk to a starting offensive lineman and each year they don't get something from their quarterback. There's stories for days about the quarterbacks giving those off, and offensive linemen aren't really known as much as a majority of pretty much darn near anybody else on the team because there's no glory there. Even if you play on the defensive line, you could get tackles, you can get sacks. You feel what I'm saying? You could have impacts on the game where your name is going to be called on the offensive line. You're just blocking. You're stopping those guys from getting to your quarterback. There are stories for days about Peyton Manning, Jalen Hurts buying their uh, linemen, Rolexes, ATVs, even the running backs. The running backs get in it. They buy all this stuff for their linemen because the linemen aren't glorified. But these quarterbacks and these running backs know without them folks up front, they can't do much. The second thing about being able to lift yourself has nothing to do with yourself, bro. 
You have to find something that you're passionate about and you believe in that has absolutely nothing to do with you. It could be a cause. It could be a movement. It could be something that you're, you know, maybe you have a cousin or somebody who's autistic and you want to get in. You got to find something besides yourself. And you have to be able to tie that into what you're trying to do. When it comes to music, bro, I got my frat brothers who are in my chapter who are younger than me. I'm talking about like these folks like 19 or 20. Man, I take time and i'm not saying this to brag i'm just giving y'all an example of how like that motivation helps me right one of them every other week on a wednesday i have a video call with him and we just trade music samples and we talk about you know the state of music of the music game for producers we talk about copywriting your stuff where can you post it he don't even make hip-hop but I just spend time doing that. So now when I'm having those days where I don't want to do the extra work or try to produce or even get on here and do this podcast, I'm pushed by it because I know that somebody's going to ask me something about it. And when you have somebody, somebody depending on you or something outside of yourself, bro, you're going to – I just can't explain it. I mean, I don't have kids, but it, it is probably the same as kids, just having some kids, bro. Like I always said, if I had kids, I'd probably be a millionaire by now because that would be something driving me beside myself. Yes, to motivate yourself, number two, has nothing to do with you. You have to find something outside, external, right? All right, number three. The, number, the third point is going to talk about when it comes to lifting yourself it's called, uh, uh, we'll call it a recollection or a recalling. You have to re recollect and you have to recall on the t p previous situations when you've been in adverse situations or had obstacles in front of you and what happened. Now, I'm really trying to, because I'm not trying to force people to the spirit. I'm trying to, you know what I mean, live in a way for, so people to be like, oh, he's dope and he's a believer, right? But you got to have a spiritual belief because I know with me, I spend a lot of time in prayer and I take after David's pattern and whenever I start beating on myself or being like yo this sucks I'm not this or what that I start recalling on the previous tough situations I were I was in and what came up from it I don't know if I even talk too much it's probably like season one or season two about like what I went through before I even became a manager at my job with some harassment situations right and I ain't gonna get into it too much here y'all can go back and listen but it's like as tough as that situation was, I'm thankful for it because, for number one, it brought me closer to, like, God, right? And um, I can't trade nothing for that. It was almost like my rebirth and my recommitting to God, the renewal, right? The other thing is my capacity to deal with a stressful situation and still continue to do the right thing, it was increased. It was increased through that trial. Right. So now when I go through tough situations and there's other things I can recall, bro, I can recall times when I was like my back against the wall in an extended stay. They about to come repo my car. I don't have no way to get no income and I have to hustle and grind and make something happen. I think that might have been a situation where I had to get my first remote job. But even in those adverse situations, I'm able in my more logical times, right? Because it's all about balance. Sometimes you might be too emotional to address motivating yourself. But when you have the spark, you have to use that. Like we said, number one, yo, the motivation or being motivated is momentous. Once you get going, you could keep going. But it's just like um, you have to recall on these situations. 
Because if not, you will start to feel hopeless. You'll feel like it's no way out. And that's why I personally, with my spiritual beliefs, I call on the character. I recall on the character of God in my toughest situations. And when I look at those and I look at some of the things I'm in now, it actually makes me bonus points. Y'all know how I get down. I'll be more thankful because I realize, number one, it's not that bad. Number two, he's gotten me through it. You have to stay righteous. You have to recall on the things that you did previously and what the positive outcome is. Overall, as humans, a lot of the lack of motivation comes from our failure or inability to focus on the good things. And it goes back to what I said about, you know, balancing the cheerful outlook. But just imagine if the way that we're able to look at all the things that might be going wrong in our life. Oh, I got a flat tire. I got this bill due. Oh, I didn't get this. I didn't get that. Imagine if we just flipped in. I know it's easier said than done. And I'm not even at this moment, but man, I got up and I'm able to walk around. And I know that sounds corny, but I'm getting older, bro. There's people at my age who are dying and having heart attacks, and I'm not even 40 yet. You feel me? Oh, I'm able to breathe this good air. Oh, I got the ability to get up and keep it going one more day. Yeah, I got a flat tire, but I got a spare. Let me keep it going one more day. Oh, I don't want to do the podcast, but dag, bro, can you at least type? You got a laptop. You feel me? You have to start looking at the positive thing. You have these typing skills that you gained, or you learn more about advertising, or you learn more about marketing. So that's why it's not that bad. You have to recall on your past victories. You have to recall on what you did when you weren't able to motivate yourself previously. You have to recall on what God did for you in your life when you thought you was at your lowest in order to have a more positive outlook. Motivate, lift yourself. And I'm going to end with this. Because what all this is, man, and what people don't realize is, when it comes to life, obstacles, and adversities, bro, it's just a game. It's a chess game you play every day. And if you don't make any moves on the chessboard, the game is going to continue to play, and you're going to end up possibly feeling worse the following day. It's about being able to maneuver and look at things until you brick by brick, step by step, inch by inch, get yourself into a better place and push forward. It's just a mental game. If you don't fight back some of the thoughts that you have about your situation and about yourself, if you don't challenge some of those thoughts about the way you feel about how your life is going and the decisions that you have made, they will run rampant. You have to get up, and that's why I say, man, you got to get up every day. Me personally, as somebody who's diagnosed, I have to get up every day, have that time with God, and tell myself how I'm about to look at the day so that I don't start being manipulated and being a victim to the circumstances and the things that are going on around me. Bro, you could get your hustle on one more day or you can lick your wounds. But I tell you one thing, if you stay stagnant, if you don't try to at least move from side to side, You might not always be able to move forward, but you got to move side to side to keep yourself from sinking. You will continue to sink. And that's a hard pill to swallow, but that's a fact. So you need to use these three things, these three ideas that we talked about in order to get yourself up out of them. And really, to be honest with you, bonus points, just thinking that there is a way for you to get your own momentum should start the process of moving. Because number one, your motivation is is momentum-based. Once you start getting the the spirit, me personally, I know once I start challenging stuff, I get this urge to fight. And for me, that fight is enough for me to get enough movement to take the next step to do what I need to do. 
Keep that in mind, bro. All you got to do is start the motivated, start the motivation process. The momentum will carry itself. Second idea is, man, you got to find something that's going to inspire you or give you the energy or give you the desire to want to move forward that is outside of yourself. I think too often we depend too much on ourselves, and the world is on this very selfish. I don't need nobody but myself. I can do it myself then. Yeah, that's all good and every well, but your mindset should be adaptable. You shouldn't carry it like that permanently. There might be situations where you might have to depend on yourself, right? But in order to lift yourself, you need to lean on somebody else sometimes. And finding a motivation out yourself, whether it be your kids, a cause, a passion, something that you love, you need to use that. And last but not least, man, you need to be able to recall on your previous situations. Sometimes when you look at your outlook and you don't remember the successes that even got you to where you are, you're not going to think that there's a chance for you to succeed from a spiritual aspect. And I've never personally been there because I'm a little bit more further along in my spiritual spiritual growth. But I can see how if you're not further along, you're going to start to doubt God. You're going to start questioning God, and that's because you're letting these negative or these what ifs or these fear and this doubt and the fear of the unknown creep into your head, and you're not combating it with things that you have actually experienced and you've gotten through. When I talk to people who are just like, man, I don't see how I can do it, first thing I'll be like is, well, you did this? You remember when you were down bad and you had zero dollars and you made it across the country and got you a spot in a car? You don't give yourself credit for that? That's the first thing I say. You have to recall what you did in previous situations and also what came from it. And use that to move you forward, man. Lift yourself. You got this. You can't always do things by yourself. But if you stop and you think about things the, the, a different way, you can start to question the way that you're thinking. A lot of the times, man, our lack of motivation comes from a failed thought process or an inaccurate thought process. And what we really need to do and all that these three ideas are doing is helping you to rechange and redirect that the way that you're thinking about things so that you could come and approach it from another point of view. Y'all got this, man. This has been episode 522. Lift yourself. If you're feeling down, you're depressed, and you're in a low area, man, I know it sounds easier like you feel like you're fighting, but Man, stop and think about the way that you're thinking about things. Is it really that bad? Have you been through worse? If you're a believer, has God helped you to overcome worse? Those previous situations that you've been in that got you some of your biggest victories, would you trade them? Nah, you got this. Continue to think your way through it and exercise your mind. Do two things every day. Learn something new. Lessen the suffering of someone else. Yo, I'm out. Yo, y'all go look at my page i got this giveaway going on like subscribe share until next week i love y'all stay up yeah yeah Thank you.